What's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Fine Asia, host of Made in China podcast, and of course, the Source Fine Asia host YouTube something, <laughs> the host of the Source Fine Asia YouTube channel. Um, and this episode is a repost from the YouTube channel. This is how to conduct yourself in a Chinese factory meeting. Um, I was, I think, I was in Nantong at the time, and uh, just you know, whenever I go to northern China, I end up in a ton of meetings with factory owners and things like that. And I was just thinking about how different it is now versus when I first used to go to factories and just um, the different social dynamics that are going on when you're visiting a factory. So um, when you're having a meeting with the factory owners or management. So I kind of touched on the different types of meetings that you're going to have and just basically the dynamics that are going on and how to how to conduct yourself. If you haven't already, uh, I want you guys to go back to the previous episode, episode 100. It was a 100th episode of the podcast. We did a full review of uh, the 80-20 principle. This is a question that I ask a lot of times when I interview people on the podcast is what is the smallest thing you've done that's brought you the largest results in your business? And I think we tallied up something like 40 answers, uh, split them into about six subsets. And then uh, Mike and I gave our two cents on each um, each section with the answers. So uh, without further ado, enjoy this week's episode. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. What's up, YouTube? It's Rico, CEO of Source Fine Asia, co-host of the Main Channel Podcast, host of the Source Fine Asia YouTube channel and vlog. Back with another, another one. one, and another one coming from Nantong. I'm hanging out in the warehouse of one of our factories over here. And in today's video, I wanted to touch on how to conduct yourself in a meeting with a Chinese factory boss or salesperson. So uh, let's just break it down into a couple different, you know, sections. When we're talking about meetings, there's a couple different meetings that you're going to have. There's going to be the first meeting, like the introduction, the first time you visit a factory and you're getting to know the, the factory itself, getting to know the sales staff. Like anything else, it's something, it's sometimes a little bit awkward at the beginning and then they're just trying to get a feel of each other and then uh, they're trying to impress you or you might be trying to impress them. There's obviously the meetings where you have started production and you're negotiating or you're about to start uh, production and you're negotiating certain points, whether it's contract, sales agreement, exclusivity, NDA, things like that. So that's a different sort of meeting. And there's a meeting when something goes wrong and you're trying to negotiate a, a sort of resolution or you're trying to come up with 
you know, solutions for whatever it is, whether it's QC problems or production, shipping times and things like that. Every single one of these meetings is going to involve different people. It's going to have a different feeling. It's going to involve a different sort of skill set. So I would say the first meeting that I mentioned, when you're first going to a factory and you're going to see their facilities and inspect them, I think in this meeting, you should really be, I mean, it depends on what size your company is, but you should really be looking at whether the factory is interested in you. So they should be kind of pursuing you. They should be trying to show you what they're capable of doing. They should be trying to impress you. They should be trying to show you that they're knowledgeable about the product. So when you're sitting down in this meeting, typically it'll be you and a salesperson, sometimes the engineering team or an engineer, if the product requires that level of expertise. So originally it's an original design product, or if you're making tweaks to the product, you're changing some of the design elements of the product, then they might call in you know, the big guns engineer to come in and, and, and sort of consult. And then if you're on a larger scale or if the factory is smaller, the owner of the factory might be present in the meeting. So <laughs> funny thing that happens or used to happen to me quite a few times, I'm not sure if it's as common, but it, it was, it's a pretty frequent thing. I would go into a meeting and I'd be sitting there and we'd be discussing all these, you know, various topics. We're sitting in this giant uh, office. There's a big table with uh, with tea, which is a common thing in China. They're pouring hot tea. It's summer and it's like plus 30 degrees, but still with the hot tea, hot tea. So we're, we're like negotiating price. But this was like the second time we'd visited the factory, I think. The first time I'd only been in their conference room and now we're like sitting in someone's office. So I'm looking around and there's about four people. There was our salesperson, there was the engineer, and then there was another guy who was like, I think the production manager. And then there was a fourth guy, actually there was five people. There's a fourth guy and a fifth guy that were sitting in the back, just kind of like, seemed like they weren't paying attention to our meeting at all. Like just kind of doing some other stuff, having little chit chat between them, smoking cigarettes. Very unassuming, you know, like just silent the whole time. Nothing, never chimed in, didn't look at us. So I'm like, okay, I was like, it's weird, but whatever. So I ignored them and we're talking for like an hour. And then at some point there was some specific, I think it was a design element or something like that, that we were going back and forth back away. We couldn't agree on how much it should cost or whatever. And then he just chimed in in like near perfect English, like a one sentence answer that kind of just <laughs> dropped a bombshell on us. And we we're like, oh, He's the, he's the boss, isn't he? He's the owner of the factory. That happened to me quite a few times and it's happened to other people that I know where it's like, if you just see there's a dude in the in the back or a lady in the back who's just like hanging out, seems unassuming, like not fancy dressed at all, like sitting on a regular uh, desk and they're just there for, no one's said anything. No one's introduced him or her. And then all of a sudden they just chime in with like a one sentence like bombshell. So anyways, like, Keep a lookout for that. So when you're in those meetings, I again, like just, you should be in a position of, hey, you need to impress me, you need to answer my questions. You're trying to win my business because if you guys don't answer my questions, I have lined up you know, multiple other suppliers that I could potentially go work with. So that's the mindset and that's how you should conduct yourself. Don't be too demanding. I think sometimes Western clients, Western people tend to come to China and want the factory to bend over backwards. At the end of the day, they are knowledgeable. They, especially if you're dealing with a factory that's been open for a while, they've been making that product for a long time. So you need to be respectful, keep that stuff in mind and try not to negotiate too much in the first meeting. In the first meeting, the first meeting is like, you're inspecting the facilities, you're getting to know each other, like you don't need to necessarily be there going through each point of the contract. You know, you can go there and present them with, you know, a template for the contract and see, say like, this is generally, you know, the kind of agreement that we sign with our suppliers. 
but you shouldn't be going there and being like hey you know let's go through every single point like it's gonna be a waste of time like this is the first time that you're meeting each other you need to see how their facilities look first before you even start going into those those points and then if you try to negotiate price too early a lot of times you don't have all the information you know you want to be negotiating price when you have all the information in terms of how the product is made, the raw materials, like things like that. Unless you've made this product a million times and you know already, you know how much it costs the factory to do each step and you have all your design elements completed and all that stuff, like it's again, pointless to be negotiating price that early. So the second type of meeting, like I said, is the one where you are negotiating. This is the one where you're about to start an order. This is the one where you're sitting down with potentially the boss of the company or at least the sales manager. You might've been dealing with a sales rep now it's a sales manager and they're going through the contract details and this is an extremely important meeting because this sets sort of the precedent for how your order is going to go so when you're in this meeting and you're negotiating price again i personally try not to negotiate price too much i think the price setting should be happening earlier on when you are researching the suppliers so like when you contact suppliers you should already tell them how much money you're willing to spend or at least give them an idea of what where your price range is so you don't spend too much time trying to lower them on on price because if you walk through all the details of the production and all the you know all the specs and materials and things like that and then you now you're saying i want you know let's say the per unit cost is five dollars or ten dollars and now you're saying you want like the per unit cost to be let's say $10, um, now you're saying that you want the premium cost to be seven. You know, that's a significant drop. You know, it's a, it's a significant drop in, in cost. So that might affect some of the design elements and the production elements of the product. And that's something that you need to discuss before you get to the stage. Because if you push them down in price too much and they, let's say they agree, they're gonna try to cut costs somewhere. It's gonna happen. Like they're, they're just gonna try to figure it out whether it's pushing your production back whether it's changing one of the materials, they're gonna try to figure out how to make that money back in some way through the order. Or maybe it might be, maybe your first production run might be fine, and then your second production run is lower in quality. So like, you really shouldn't be trying to push them down too much on price, and you, if you have a price in mind before you even start researching suppliers, then you should bring it up as early as possible. Don't wait until when you're negotiating the contract and stuff like that. In terms of how to conduct yourself in those meetings, this is now, think of it as like you're entering a marriage. So you wanna know everything about the other person and then they should know as much information about you and you wanna set very clear expectations as to where the future goes. And then as well, like don't lie, you want to be as honest as possible. So don't make promises that you know you're not gonna keep, whether it's saying, hey, if you give me this per unit cost now, you know, a year from now or six months from now, my orders are gonna be 20 times as large. Like don't do not do that because if you don't honor that, <laughs> you're basically breaking a unspoken agreement and you're gonna suffer the consequences with regards to your relationship and then potentially quality of your product so again it's like be a little bit more humble i would say in this type of meeting but definitely don't compromise if there's major quality control points or design points that you want to hit but there will be some things that you might have to compromise on whether it's uh, production times maybe smaller design elements maybe some of the materials maybe colors maybe the the per unit cost so like be you need to be a little bit flexible don't try to win everything be coming there with the mindset of like this is supposed to be a long-term relationship 
supposed to be sort of like a marriage. The contract is setting the expectations, but of course things can change as the as the production goes on. The third point is when you're now in in the shits and you're problem solving and you know you're trying to figure out how to fix something like typically when it comes to problem solving you're going to be dealing with either quality control issue or you're going to be dealing with like delays in production those are those are the most common issues that you, you find yourself coming to the negotiation table again uh, maybe price maybe sometimes after your first production run the factory might come or after like a year later the factory might come back and say hey you know what like we realize that especially when it's original an original design product they were saying we realize that from doing the first production you know it was more expensive to make this product than we anticipated uh, we need to raise the pre-net cost by you know 10 15 20 percent whatever it might be in that situation you need to do research get other quotations then come back to the negotiation table sometimes it's just taxes of government labor laws requiring the, the factories to increase the pay of the workers there's nothing much you can do about that but still do your research before you agree to the raise in cost so this meeting um, when you're coming to the table again Similar to the second one, you want to come in, don't come in aggressive. If, even if it's clear, blatant quality control issue, you're perplexed as to how this happened. You want to come into this with a sort of let's sit down and try to solve this problem mindset together. You don't want to be emotional when you're dealing with business in China. Like being emotional is just is not going to get you anywhere. You're going to lose your factory. You're going to have the factory lose face. It's just it's not going to work out. So you want to go there with the mentality of like, let's sit down. Let's discuss the problem. Let, let me let you guys understand where I'm coming from as a client or where my customers, how my customers perceive these problems. Can we fix this now? If not, then how do we fix it moving forward? And let's try to come up with a solution that works for everybody. That's the approach you want to have. I think this is that area where I find a lot of people get extremely frustrated because there might be certain things that you think are just make sense. Like why, if you're saying that, hey, you know, this sample, this product, this color is, is dark green. And then, you know, they're giving you another item that's forest green or a lighter version of that green. You know, sometimes you have to physically show them the differences between the two sometimes it's not good enough to just tell them you know sometimes you have to really point it out um, because there could be a disconnect in terms of your perception and other perception and that's why another thing is like you want to have more specific details when you're negotiating when you're making contracts is instead of saying let's forest green or dark green you have a specific pantone color code that you're referencing and then that's what they can use you know when they go into mass production be firm for sure be strong with your negotiation stance in the third meeting but you also want to make sure that you're coming into the meeting with a mentality like i said of like let's try to solve these problems together i would say that's generally how you should conduct yourself in the three meetings a couple other points that i wanted to add is typically when you visit a factory a lot of times they want to take you out to lunch take you out to dinner afterwards Gambe. China stuff as well, awkward moments, you know, like 
you get so used to that. In fact, I, I revel in it. I just embrace it in those you know awkward situations. Pretty funny when you when you look back, but in the moment you have to embrace them. Doesn't matter which stage you could be on your first factory visit, it could be the second, third, fourth, whatever. It's a good time, especially if you have a very long meeting where you're negotiating uh, a lot of major points. A good time to maybe try to, you know, have a less formal negotiation with them is during dinner. There's less tension. You can sort of talk about other things. A lot of times there'll be drinks involved. So definitely take that opportunity. If you have some serious issues with your factory that you're trying to work through, definitely take the time to go for dinner or lunch with them. Um, that's also going to make you guys closer, you and your sales rep, or you and the owner of the factory. Especially when it's a smaller factory and it comes to you know price issues, you definitely want to try to get the owner in the meeting. Whoever is the relevant lead for that point, like don't be negotiating price with the salesperson. Like you need to go above the salesperson because the salesperson is only authorized to do certain things and they're always going to have to go back to their boss and ask them if it's okay. So you might as well just skip the middleman bring the boss into the meeting as soon as possible if you're not getting anywhere with the salesperson and again you're physically in china take advantage of going for lunch or going for dinner with them and discussing some of these issues further i'll tell you there's been a lot of times where we had negotiations for three hours we went to dinner and then we reached an impasse in the normal negotiation and we went to dinner and then we figured it out over food and then the next day we came in and everybody was a little bit more relaxed in the environment. So take advantage of that. And again, guys, it's getting dark, so I gotta go. If you like this kind of content, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And I will see you guys next week. Signing off from Nantong.